Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A. And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Today is it, everybody, okay? On a real positive note, today is it. Today is the day. You know, uh, when I was in high school, you know, uh, my mother was a Sunday school teacher until she passed. I would walk out the door every morning on my way to school, and my mother used to say, listen to me, son, hey, don't forget, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And, you know, I didn't think much of it. You know, I was just my mama being religious. You know, my mom's a spiritual woman. So, you know, I just took it as that. But as I've gotten older, man, you know, that's registered more and more with me. You know, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. That's pretty cool, man. I mean, what better blessing will you get throughout the day than the fact that he allowed you to live and see another day? See, sometimes, man, when you're young, you don't pay no attention to that. But all you got to do is keep living. Keep watching some people that you know not be here anymore. Go to class reunions and they smaller. See people that you really loved that meant a lot to you leave this world. And all of a sudden, man, immortality starts to matter a great deal to you. Some of us learn this lesson sooner than others. But I know when you're young, man, you know, you think you're going to be here for a while. You think you got time to play around. You think you got time to get it together. You got time to make the mistakes and you got time to chill. But man, oh man, I, almost every full-blown adult that I know will tell you and have said these words right here many times. And I, I, I see the reason I'm saying this because I want you to hear them because you're going to use them. Man, if I only knew then what I know now, do you know how many people have said those words right there. Because in time, man, you gain so much wisdom. Oh, but it ain't like nobody didn't tell you, though. See, that's the hooker. Somebody told you back then, hey, man, it's best to buckle down now. He said, hey, man, you better quit wasting time. Hey, man, don't stop taking your foot off the gas pedal. Hey, look, do your best at all times. You know, stop stop worrying about that. I'm telling you, son, in a minute, them clubs ain't going to mean nothing to you. In a minute, that going out all the time ain't going to mean nothing to you. I can't tell you how many times I heard all of it. I can't tell it to you. I can't tell you how many times I repeat it to my kids. But, man, today is a different day because today is the day that the Lord has made. So he gave you a shot today. If you, if you woke up this morning or if you're finishing your day on your shift, he gave you a new day. Nothing bigger than the fact that he woke you up today. Now, why don't you do something about that? Why don't you take advantage of it? How about today? How about if you start today? How about if you stop hesitating today? How about if you stop delaying it today? How about if you stop procrastinating today? How about if you make today the day that you go for it? I mean, man, let's all just decide today. Let's go for it. Let's put forth a maximum effort today. How about today? I mean, really, man, what you doing? You ain't, Look, man, take advantage of this blessing of waking up. Do something today. So many people are in the doldrums of life or are living in a rut or just merely existing instead of thriving simply because of one, one thing. You just won't do it today. 
if you would just start the process, man, start that business you always dreamed of. Go look into that other job you always yearned for. Go get the training you need to get the promotion, man. Go back to school, man. Go see what you need to do to lift yourself to the next level. Stop waking up every day seeing how it's going to go and start waking up and do something about how it goes. If you make one step, he'll make two. But you could people people talk about it all the time. Man, it seems like you always getting a blessing. Oh, man, when you're talking to a person, listen to this. If you're talking to a person and it seems like there's always a blessing coming his way, let me tell you what that person doing. That person is putting one foot in front of the next. That person is putting forth some efforts out there. And that's the only way God can bless you. God can only bless you with your efforts. He can only put his finger on the thing that you are doing or attempting. That's all he can help you with. He, there are no jobs walking up to your door, knocking on your door. But if you beating the pavement, if you sending in the apps, if you online scouring somewhere to work, somewhere to get a job, then God can touch somebody's heart to hire you. But if you sitting at the house every day smoking, every day drinking, but you wondered why you just can't get a job the couple times you done went out there, you got to, if you ain't got a job, you got to look, get, go get one every day. You got to go look for one every single day. You can't take no days off. How about today? How about today if we decide today is the day that we're going to make the move? Today is the day that we stop delaying, hesitating, procrastinating. Today is the day that we take a step in a direction to do something for ourselves, for our lives, for our family, for our wives, for our children, for our community, for our school. Do something today. For crying out loud, man, stop sitting in your own life in just a stew of misery. In your own life. I'm going to tell you something. If you are in a state of confusion, if you are troubling, if you're stuck on what to do next, you want me to tell you what's happening? You're not doing enough. That's what it is, man. See, when I get in a place, man, where I don't know what the next move is, it's because I done usually stalled out. See, this is the way God works. This is the way he's worked for me. Every time I'm busy and I'm about the business of always trying to live my creed, which is ABC. My, my motto is ABC, always be closing. I'm always working on something, something to close something. When you're so busy with the business of improving yourself and doing with yourself and becoming the best you you can be, God is always working on your behalf behind some scene of something that you're in the process of tempting to close. But because you're not doing all you can do, you're limiting you, you are, because of your decision not to give you all in all. You're limiting the opportunities for God to put his finger on things and touch them on your behalf. I don't know if the average person really understands or knows what it takes to truly be successful on whatever level you're talking about. But whatever that level is, I don't care what dollar amount you've got attached to it, what level you got. If you have made the decision that you're going to be successful, I think that a lot of people, the average person, does not know what that means. Whatever level you've decided to be successful on, see, that's your level of faith. That's where you see your life at. Well, guess what? You got to maximize your efforts to even get to that level. So listen to me. If you want to be successful at your church, if you want to be successful in your relationship, if you want to be successful down at the daycare center, 
if you want to be successful at your college, if you want to be successful on your job, guess what? It's going to take all you got in that world to become a success. I don't know why people think that if you don't want to be where somebody else at, you ain't got to put forth that effort. No, no, I wrong. You've got to put forth your maximum effort at whatever role you're trying to accomplish. Lord have mercy, man. How about today, though, y'all? How about today? Today is a good one. Let's make today today. Let's get out of that. Let's get on with it. Stop hesitating. Stop delaying. Stop procrastinating. Start today. Watch God have something to put his finger on there. And that's all you're trying to do, man. To line yourself up with God's grace, you got to put out a lot of effort so God can put his finger on something. You feel me today? I sure hope you do because I'm on one today. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, monkeys, cheetahs, there you go, zoo animals, (laughs) orangutans. Rhinoceroses. I like the Any cuckoo birds. Cuckoo. May I have your undivided attention? Mm. The zookeeper is in the building. Mm. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's called the Morning Show because our specialty is waking people up. Yeah. On a what? On a good note. On the words of Jane Brown, on the good foot. <laughs> hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Happy Friday, Steve. Colorful real. Steve Harvey. What's up, crew? Junior. Morning, everybody. Morning, unk. Nephew Tommy. Doggy dog. Friday, baby. Let's get it. I'm so sick of this lady on Siri, man. I don't know what she be talking about now. I know what she always say to me. I don't understand what you're saying. It's because I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> Focus. Because mine just come on sometimes. Mine do that too. Mine too. I'm sorry. How can I help you? Can yeah. you repeat what you do? I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> so she's eavesdropping. Yeah, I think Siri be Ear dipping. Hustling. Yeah. So what's going on, y'all? Hey, it's Friday. Friday, Friday yeah. baby. It's always we good on a Friday. Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How you feeling this morning? I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm you sound good. good. Yeah, you know, doing something different. What? What are you doing different? Oh, nothing. I do Family Feud today. Uh-huh. And then tonight, I get on a plane. I got to go to Florida to do an event for a buddy of mine. And wow. then uh, he said he wanted to play golf. I've never played golf with him. I didn't even know he played golf. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to do this event for him and his wife Saturday. And then he asked me to stick around and play again Sunday. So, all right, I'll play. Cool. Hmm. I ain't oh, got cool. Else to do. So hopefully that'll work. That's two weekends in a row, ain't it? Two weekends in a row. No, I was working last week, though. Yeah, like two weekends uh, in a row playing. Oh, y'all, y'all, oh, okay. I thought you meant like two weekends off. No, no, I'm just playing. Uh, play a little bit of jizz off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying? You know, how, how's Family Feud going, Steve? It's, oh, it's pretty good. It feels so good. It's pretty, pretty good. It's going to be some funny stuff this year. Oh, good. Every year, people love people love you. On I mean, it's like crazy, you. man. It is really, really. It's it's been one of my, it's probably my biggest television property ever. It, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, man. 
my biggest TV property ever. Wow. I remember when you announced it on the radio when you first got it. Uh, remember that? Yeah. Yes. Man. <laughs> but you know God. what you can do now? You could just go to YouTube and go to that Family Feud channel and holler. Oh, mm-hmm. man. All mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. And just look at the history all the years, yeah. Steve, of the great moments. It is some funny stuff. I saw um, I, I saw Richard Dawson, I think, in some old episode, maybe of some old TV show or something I was watching, or it, that was on, I should say. And I just, it took me back to Family Feud when he was the host, and he used to kiss everyone. And I was like, mm. my, how times have changed. In the mouth. That was his signature. He used to kiss him in the mouth. Well, they got stuff you can't get rid of. I know. All right. Okay. <laughs> Don't put them lips on them now, dog. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up at 32 after the hour, jobs to keep you young inside of something funny right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, Sand and Soul 2019 in Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic, October 10th through the 14th. Special guests, Anthony Hamilton, Doug E. Fresh, Kid Capri, Arnez J., Tony Roberts, and Genuine. Woo-hoo! What you got, Steve? Man, I ain't seen Arnez J in a while. That boy used to be so ignorant, man. Still is. Still got is it. Is he? What? Still, got Still it. ignorant. Man. Yep. I haven't seen, man, I'm going to be really, it's going to be really cool to sit down with Arnez, man. I ain't seen him in a, I haven't seen Arnez in years, man. Wow. I, I can't wait New to Year's sit down Eve with, with Tommy, Steve. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Off the chain. Still man, still falling and stuff. Man, let me oh, tell you what this fool no. did. <laughs> What? We had finished a concert one mm-hmm. night, me and Arnaz J. We went walking through the lobby of this hotel in Houston. An old lady was vacuuming in the lobby, and she had bad feet. It just looked like, for some reason, her nurse's shoes. She had on these white orthopedic shoes, like nurse's yeah, shoes. Yeah, high heels. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah they're the just thick sole yeah. and all that. Yeah. They just yeah. looked big. That damn Arnaz J. took his shoes off. And I don't know how he did it. Uh-huh. Put his feet in his shoes backwards. <laughs> Man, it started imitating this woman vacuuming the drug. <laughs> I don't know how this fool got his feet in them damn shoes backwards. I was in that lobby hollering, man. How did he do that, man? He stuck his feet in his shoes backwards. And, it look, and the, the toe part was coming out the heel. Mm-hmm. And he was vacuuming. Boy. <laughs> well, he's going to be there, comedy for He oh is going to be the there. best man. Mm-hmm. Ladies, Carla, Junior, Shirley, yeah. Mississippi, Monica, my wife, yeah. Marjorie. It's all going to be happening. We got a party at Sea Day Cruise. We got a Showtime at the Apollo Night hosted by yours truly. We got a phone party, which features all you can eat and drink for free. Woo-hoo! At the hotel, it's all inclusive. Room service, free. Mm-hmm. All the drinks is free. Wow. You got a limitless resort credit. 24-hour casino. What? Over 1,000 rooms <laughs> are sold already, folks. This event will sell out. Reserve your room now. Go to steveharveysandandsoul.com. SteveHarveySandandSoul.com or call right now, y'all. 800. Listen to me. Get your pencil out. 800. Mm-hmm. Get your phone cameras out. <laughs> out. Can't take a picture of this. I forgot. Get your phone <laughs> out. 1-800-684-2825. That's 800-684-2825. 
2825. That's right, Steve. 684-2825. October 10th through the 14th. Time for something funny. You ready? Yeah. All right, every Monday, Poland's oldest DJ, uh, Virginia Schmitz, I don't know how to pronounce her name, S-Z-M-Y-T. We're just going to say Schmidt. Uh, packs her CDs. <laughs> she packs her CDs, her, her mixer and laptop, and heads off to spin for a packed dance floor of mainly senior citizens. I love this. I love <laughs> this. The ones that yes. I'm talking about. Wiki, wiki, wiki. She she entertains about a thousand people at the Hula Kula Club. Uh, <laughs> Smashing stereotypes and empowering seniors as she plays everything from disco to, and rock to samba and ballads. Uh, she says, I do not fit the stereotype of an elderly person. I don't see any reason why my age should determine why my age should determine my life norms. So uh, I, I think that's interesting. So here's a question for the guys. What part of your job keeps you young or what? job would you want to keep you young? Oh, I can tell you definitely what keeps me young. You okay. fellas want to start first? Oh, go yes. ahead. Go ahead, Kier. You're the youngest. All I mean, my you're... jobs. Man, I love all my jobs. Laughing. Yep. All the laughing I get to do all day long, man. Telling jokes, laughing, that's what keep me young. Good answer. Good Tommy, answer. Stupidity. <laughs> Being able to just be stupid, just, just you know, just letting it go. Ooh, oh, yeah. You're, you're strong with that. Oh, you're strong with yeah. that. Because you, you would think you would want to mature, but mm-hmm. no. Uh-uh, Carla. No, I don't want that. Don't be silly. You don't want it? Tommy said, I don't want that. Don't be silly, Carla. I don't want that. I want this stupid right here. Yeah. I want it. Well, you got it. You got all of that. Anybody mm-hmm. moving over? That's all you. <laughs> Boo. All right, Steve. <laughs> what job keeps you going? What Two about your job? things keeps me young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fine off and ignorance. <laughs> in that order <laughs> fine off and ignorance when I first oh, met you you used to say that No, I let it time. out I let it out I don't have high blood no. pressure I don't yeah. have stress dog I, I ain't finna do all that I ain't finna have no ulcers and all that oh we cussing okay cool mm-hmm. I agree with Junior oh. though mm-hmm. the oh. laughter of it all I mean laughter's it yeah, yeah you know but the soul. Mm-hmm. I mean you know we gotta give different answers surely we can't all say laughter yeah so what you're not finna do is make life. us think that Junior's the most brilliant of the three of us. That's well, not what you mean. Well, with that question. I know he tried. He I saw him because he didn't have that answer at first. Then he I won. Saw he won that round. Search up what happened. Junior won that round, Steve. Okay, we can have that round. But <laughs> what's wrong with I know. Why is it a Nobody said it was a competition. Who, who tried to turn into a competition? Shirley did. No. <laughs> yes, she did, Shirley. I like Junior's answer best. I'm ask you what you like best. <laughs> I just Keep love this answer because dance. it's so, yeah, we we <laughs> laugh a lot on this show, and it's just cool. That's all. You, you're you trying to make it into something, Mr. Harvey. Mm-hmm. That keeps you young, starting good. mess. Mm-hmm. What keeps y'all Yeah. Young? Yeah, and he, yeah. he is the king of that. Trying to call? What about the ladies? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I agree with you. Laughter. Um, Laughter. You know, just, playing music, uh, just keeping up with what's going on. That keeps you young. You yeah. Know, you can't be able to, and out of touch. Being able to wear what whatever six? you want to wear to work and stuff, it's cool. You know, you could dress mm-hmm. any way you want to dress, fly, you know. You don't have to, you don't have to me, wear a suit. Excuse me, Shirley. Uh-huh. What, Tommy? You heard I what? said, what about sex? Sex don't keep you young? Okay, we got to go. Job. Yeah. <laughs> 
would do it at the job. I'm just saying. <laughs> Coming up next, the crazy man. You heard him. <laughs> would run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, we'll talk about the star-studded 50th annual NAACP Image Awards hosted by our friend Anthony Anderson coming up this Saturday in Hollywood. Yeah. Right now, though, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Neff? Uh, I told you before, Cheryl, it's time to order pizza. You understand what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. Ordering a pizza is serious, serious business. The most important thing about it is no anchovy. <laughs> Steve said it's his favorite food. Period. No anchovy. He said he like it on a salad. Not anchovies. Yeah, pizza. I mean pizza. Yeah, it, it sounds confusing. She's, she's talking about pizza, Tommy, not anchovy. But you say. Yeah, lose what's, your what's, attitude. What's, I ain't got to what's lose wrong? nothing. <laughs> wow. I'm not finna <laughs> lose nothing. Well, you need to. <laughs> You know. Why you mad, though? <laughs> Pepperoni, by far, is the best ingredient on a pizza. By far. That's your opinion. Mm. What's yours, mm. Junior? Meat. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite ingredient, Carla? Pepperoni. What's yours, Car- uh, Shirley? You know what? I like basil on my pizza now. Basil? Basil. It's so good. That's how we ate it in Punta Cana. Oh, you talking about the margarita pizza? Yes, yes. I like basil. Put some basil, basil on there. It's so yeah. good. That's good. That's good. It's so good. Basil, is that a leaf? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. We ate pizza every single day in Punta Cana, and you know that because they had the best pizza in the world. I didn't get one slice of pizza. What? Oh, no, uh, that pizza was good. What? <laughs> no, I didn't get <laughs> none. Oh, dude. Oh, I we, where was the pizza at? Steve, we ate pizza every single night. No, I didn't at the Italian restaurant. Yeah, it was either. It's in the front. It's in the front. Oh no, I never made it up to the front. Oh, you missed it. (laughs) No, I got mobbed as soon as I left my damn room. I never made it to the front. Kept trying to get out the back though. (laughs) All right, right, here it is. No no anchovies, baby. No anchovies. Hello. Hey man, who 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 is the person I need to talk to about? I got a pizza that's been messed up. Who do I need to talk to? Well, you can talk to me, sir. What's going on? What happened to your pizza? Somebody put some anchovies on my pizza. Black people, uh, black people don't eat no anchovies, man. So, uh, so who, 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 the put, who would do that? Who would put anchovies I, I, on my damn pizza? I don't Settle down, settle down with the language there, pal. All right? You know, if you got anchovies on your pizza, you just must have gotten mixed up with another order. I'll send you another pizza. It ain't a big deal. But I ain't asking no anchovies, man. What, matter of fact, let me ask you something. What the f- is an anchovy any damn way? It's like a f- sardine. That's what a f- anchovy is, okay, pal? It's like a f- sardine. Hey, 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 let me tell you something, man. First of all, what's your name? What is your name? I'm Gino. I'm Gino. So you're the owner of the damn pizza place. Yeah, I own the damn pizza place. And I don't need people calling me and cursing at me because it was a mistake. You know, mistakes happen, pal. Worst things go on in this life than, than you're getting some anchovies on your pizza. Hey, man. Hey, okay. So here's the deal. I done had a bunch of guests come to my house or order pizza, and every last one of them got anchovies on them. You know what I'm saying? So I got an issue with it. I done spent over $50 with you with these pizzas, and the, and the made wrong. Nobody likes anchovies? No, I told you before, black people don't eat no f***ing anchovies, man. 
Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I, 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 I'm almost certain I've served anchovy pizza to black people before. Okay. The black people that I know don't eat anchovies. Okay. okay well, then we'll send you some pizzas without any anchovies on them. Hey, you I'm know what? I don't, like your, I don't like your attitude. You know what, man? You well, maybe if you didn't come at me here. with so much attitude to start with, you wouldn't get no attitude. Okay. Okay. Look at it. Don't get your ass whooped. Okay. Don't get your what did, you just, what, did, said, me, what did you just? Did you just threaten me? I said, "Don't get your." Who the f- do you think no you're answer. talking? Who the f- do you think you're talking to? F- face. I, I, I'm talking to Gino, the owner right. of f- Pizzeria. You. That's f- right. That's right. You don't tell me you're gonna kick my. F- okay, pal. You know where the pizzeria is. You know. Okay, so, you just so, calm so, the f- down. Do, do you? Do you? Want, okay, that's it. I tell you what, man. In the next three to five minutes, I'm going to walk down there and kick your little ass behind putting these and anchovies on here and having a little pompous attitude like you think you can't get your ass whooped. You come on down here, okay? And we'll see. Do me a favor. Go yourself and the horse you rode in on, okay? And bring it on down here. All right, we'll take care of it there. Now, stop some anchovies up your ass, all right, pal? Okay, 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 cool. All right, cool. Okay, okay, have... okay. You like to say okay a lot, do you? Yeah. Is that one of your favorite words, okay? Yeah. You need to have somebody there with you when I get there, because I promise yeah. you, Gino finna get his ass Yeah, Gino's shaking in his boots, pal. Me and my anchovies, we're sitting here scared out of our minds right now. Okay, you okay, let me, me tell you. I've dealt with clowns like you my whole life. Please. Okay, let me tell you this here. Do you do you, do you know who you're talking to? I'm talking to some f-ing idiot who don't know how to talk. That's what I'm talking to. No, you're talking to nephew Tom from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Mr. Gino. You just got pranked. <laughs> you telling me I'm throwing f bombs all over the radio? <laughs> you dropping f bombs all over the radio, who, who, baby? Who, who I want to know who did this to me because they're getting some f bombs. You Who guys, did this to me? Do you have a guy that works for you? Uh, he says he works uh, five to close. Andre, you got a Andre? You got a Dre that works for you? Yeah, I got a Dre that works for me. And Dre's going to be spending some time in a walk-in freezer. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Black people don't eat anchovies, huh? <laughs> Black people don't eat anchovies, baby. Hey. I got to ask you this, Mr. Gino. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Your show. <laughs> the baddest radio show in the land is the Steve Harvey show. <laughs> With no Steve anchovies. Harvey morning. No anchovies. Morning, <laughs> I mean, I'll be saying, I'm going to send you some pizzas. I'm sending that station dozens of pizzas with anch- double anchovies on every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh there you go. No anchovies. Keep if on. you're putting it down. Keep on. Putting it down, putting it down, working on a new much. prank CD. Sooner or later, I will have it done, and you guys oh, yeah? can take a listen to it. Can't yeah. Wait. All right. Do something different. Where are you going to I'm going to do something stupid, though, Saturday, April the 13th. Y'all do know I'm going to do I'm going to be stupid in Glenside, Pennsylvania. Mm. Me and the beautiful Samoa. That's Keswick Theater. We will be there doing two shows, 7 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Once again, Saturday, April the 13th, Glenside, Pennsylvania. And we're going to uh, tickets on sale right now. Huh? Okay, I can't wait to um, you come to L.A. 
Yeah, 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 right, surely. <laughs> April 19th, <laughs> Friday night, Knoxville, Tennessee. Me and my man Bruce Bruce teaming up. We're going to be at the Knoxville Civic Auditorium. We got a show you don't want to miss. 8 o'clock, tickets are available at all Ticketmaster outlets. Knoxville, Tennessee at the Knoxville Civic yeah. Auditorium. <laughs> You're yeah. sounding like Bruce Bruce. That's Bruce. <laughs> I'm not playing with y'all. Hey, player. He's funny. I'm putting the band together. Well, listen, uh, can't wait for that either. But coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Uh, Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, in today's entertainment news, the 50th annual NAACP Image Awards are this Saturday in Hollywood, hosted by our friend and family member, Anthony Anderson. Now, Jesse Smollett is nominated for an NAACP Image Award for his work on Empire, and it looks like he will make an appearance there uh, because he is in L.A. He is in L.A. I mean, he Uh, should. yeah, Yeah, and he should, yeah. Anthony Anderson told Variety Magazine, he says, I hope Jesse wins. I'm happy for him that the system worked for him in his favor because the system isn't always fair, especially for people of color. Hmm. Okay. True statement. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, other nominees include Jay-Z. Jay-Z will receive the President's Award. Uh, Representative uh, Maxine Waters will be honored with the Chairman's Award. And Steve, you're also nominated. Congratulations. For for Outstanding Game Show Host for Family Feud. Yes, congratulations, Steve. Come here, boy. Yes, yes. Yes. Here comes some more grace. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Look at that. That's wonderful, Steve. That really is. You've been nominated mm-hmm. so many. You have how many image awards do you have? About a hundred? Yeah. More? 
No. <laughs> you have a lot. <laughs> you have a whole lot. Maybe a dozen. Wow. That's oh, a lot. That's wow. fantastic. That's a lot. See? Yeah. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yep, you're nominated this year for Outstanding Game Show Host for Family Feud. So who am I up against? Well, NAACP well, well, the... Image Awards. Let's see. <laughs> well, let's see. You, it's this a game a show, so. Image. Yeah. Probably Wayne Brady, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah Wayne Brady. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, ain't then, then um, uh, my boy Anthony got one. Does he have a game show? Oh, too? yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, seasonal. Yeah. yeah. Strahan. Oh, yeah. Strahan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are, those are oh, like yeah, summer, summer yeah. replacement shows, kind of, right? Yeah. 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 Thousand Dollar Pyramid for Michael mm-hmm. Strahan. Uh-huh. That's the show. And then to tell the truth, is that Anthony Anderson's thing? Yeah, because so yeah, Anthony and his mom, mom is on there. Yeah, his mom. Oh, Miss Doris. Yeah, Miss mm-hmm. Doris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm happy for you, Steve, and yeah. all of them. You know, congratulations to them all. But we want Not you me. to win. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if they don't win, okay. call me biased. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yep. I'm no, just I, glad he ain't going to be there in case he don't win. Uh, we don't want that. You ain't been back to an award show since that moment, hey. Mm-mm. But remember his speeches? <laughs> he used to tell people, you know, fix your face, you know, in case the camera's on you if you don't win. He was giving, you know, advice to stars mm-hmm. and stuff when they Good go to advice. these award shows. Yeah. Like, he used to do it all the time at the hoodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, so. and lo and behold, it ended up being yeah. Really- do as I say, not, not as, as I, I do. do. Right, <laughs> lo and behold, <laughs> he lost that. Um, he was he was nominated for Family Feud against Ricky Lake, right? Uh, a few best talk a few best years talk. ago, yeah. And no, that wasn't it. What was? It was best game show. Oh, oh it was best game. Oh, show. I lost that one too. Best <laughs> talk show host. I lost that to Ricky mm-hmm. Lake. Right. I lost best game show to a show that had been canceled. Canceled, yeah. But the the thing about it is, is though, is that the camera was on your face <laughs> when they announced the win. Uh-huh. All my kids text me, "Damn, damn, fix your face." Yeah. Too late. And all Don't we did was damn. read your lips. That camera. Yeah. Go to Steve Harvey FM for more behind the scenes and red carpet updates for the NAACP Image Awards. And again, congratulations, Steve. Um, all right, let's move on. Time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody, and good morning. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, in the wake of the Justice Department's summary of the Robert Mueller report, which, according to the U.S. Attorney General William Barr, found no collusion between the Russians and the Trump campaign, the president's tweeting that House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff should resign his post. However, Schiff responds by running down a list of those admitted Russian Trump contacts from Donald Trump Jr. welcoming the Russian offer of dirt on Hillary Clinton to Trump's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, secretly discussing the lowering of sanctions against Moscow. You might think it's okay that the campaign chairman of a presidential campaign would offer information about that campaign to a Russian oligarch in exchange for money or debt forgiveness. You might think that's okay. I don't. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi pressed again for transparency. Eighty percent plus of the American people say they want to see the the report. Four hundred and twenty members of the House of Representatives, Democrats and Republicans, voted yes, show us the report. 
and that's it. So you will see what happens. Uh, the Democratic-led House of Representatives voted to challenge the new Pentagon policy yesterday that bans transgender people from enlisting and those already in the military from serving openly. That's right. A policy set to go in effect April 12th. Uh, five House Republicans actually broke ranks with other GOP members and joined every voting Democrat to support a non-binding resolution that says we repudiate this. The Republican lawmakers say the policy allows transgender service persons to still serve, but only in the sex they were born as. If they want to do that, they have to leave the service. Facebook says it plans to start treating white nationalism and white separatism as hate speech. Beginning next week, both will be banned on news feeds and Instagram. Facebook officials say that after talking to nonprofits and academics, Facebook's concluded that support of white nationalism or white separatism cannot be ideologically separated from white supremacy or organized hate groups. The, uh, there are calls to remove John Wayne's uh, name off an L.A. area airport. The L.A. Times columnist named Michael Hiltzik wrote a piece urging John Wayne Airport to be renamed in light of the comments that Wayne made in a Playboy article back in 1971. In it, the late actor is quoted as saying, I believe in white supremacy until the blacks are educated to a point of responsibility. He used an Andy Gaysler also, and he said that Native Americans were selfishly trying to keep the U.S. for themselves. Federal judge has blocked programs in Kentucky and Arkansas that impose work requirements on poor people seeking Medicaid benefits. And finally, today is National No Harm Work Day because... Apparently no homework either. I don't know. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oscar winner Jordan Peele is riding high after the massive, massive success of his latest creepy hit movie called Us. It stars a black family. Uh, The movie shattered previous horror movie records with an $88 million opening weekend. He's Uh, killing it. Yeah. Peele kept it. it. Yeah, he, he, he really is. Congratulations to him. He kept it real while speaking to aspiring film students in Hollywood. Uh, Peel admitted that he doesn't intend to cast white men as the lead in his movies anytime soon. Uh, Peel said it's not that he doesn't like white dudes. It's not that he 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 likes them. He's just seen that movie before. Uh, Jordan, mm. yeah, he said that. Uh, Jordan went on to say, "I feel fortunate to get to cast black people, and that I can go to Universal and say I want to do a twenty million dollar horror movie with a black family, and they say yes." Mm. Yes, Mr. Yeah. Peel. Love it. Go ahead, wow. Big, yeah. right? Go ahead, brother. Power to the people, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Tommy here to do them. Yeah, I think he's going to do uh, the Twilight Zone coming Twilight up. Twilight Zone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That should be good. Yeah. Yeah, people are calling him a genius. They're calling he's him the, brilliant. the next Alfred Hitchcock. I mean, they love Tommy, him in Hollywood. Tommy, we ought to do out. Man, you know I got an idea for a horror movie. Really? Yeah. It's me <laughs> at a spelling bee. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting scared. scared. I'm getting scared. Uh-huh. Come on. <laughs> and I'm up against a bunch of kids that's nine. Uh-oh. <laughs> and? But I'm still the same size I am now. <laughs> I got that little chain card around my neck with yeah. my number on it. Yeah. But I'm not willing to admit that I can't spell. Uh-huh. <laughs> but every time I spell something, I walk off and just kick the mic over like, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that will That's be good. horrifying. Yes. That's horrifying. <laughs> well, again, congratulations to Jordan Peele. You know, he is very fortunate 
uh, to get Hebrew to catch strong. black people and, and to get to say yes to uh, black actors and things. Uh, you know, that, yeah. that's a yeah. really great thing. I love it. That was That's pretty good, mm-hmm. though. And walking in and get 20 million? Yeah. Tommy, could you be in a scary movie? Because I don't know how to act scared. Hell yeah. It's going to be called yeah. Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be oh, confused okay. with Grease Lightning oh. from Richard Pryor. You got me. Y'all, yeah. you got me. Because y'all know Tommy's afraid of lightning. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, Junior, ah. a movie going to be called Lightning. Ah. You got me right there, buddy. We ain't even got to act, buddy. All right, coming up at 34 after the hour. Last night, President Trump talked about <laughs> Jesse Smollett at a rally in Michigan, and Chicago wants Jussie to pay the city back the money he owes them. Man, ain't nobody, you can't do that to that brother. We'll talk about it right after this. Man, get out of here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Chicago Corporation Council, who handles civil claims for the city, fired off a letter uh, to Jussie Smollett demanding that he pay the city $130,000. That represents, among other things, Steve, overtime pay for the cops who investigated no. the case. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah it's that, over, that's, isn't that's it? That's unfair. It did, okay, see, now right now, mm-hmm. what they're doing to this guy doesn't make any sense because they were convinced that he was guilty. Their prosecuting office dropped all charges. That's it. It's over. It's a wrap. It's over. Mm. No mm. charges against this young man. Now y'all want him to pay for the city. No, man. With, uh-uh. Within a week. They want immediate payment. They're, they're giving him a week. That's a sore loser. Yeah. That's what this is. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just doggish the way they're doing it. Well, even President Trump chimed in. He blasted Jussie at a Grand Rapids, Michigan rally last night. Take a listen. And it's getting to be that time. Very important. MAGA country, you heard the other day? How about in Chicago? He said... He said he was attacked... By MAGA country. Did you ever hear that one? MAGA. Maybe the only time I've ever agreed with the mayor of Chicago. Maybe. That's a terrible situation. That's an embarrassment not only to Chicago, that is an embarrassment to our country. Oh, jeez. You got a lot of nerve. (laughs) That was an embarrassment to the country. This dude is... He has no, and and then the people, they just start booing. You know, this dude picks the most trivial items to focus on where he can get his base fired up. This is so true. In the scheme of what we have to do, if you don't get your ass over there and try to stop this nuclear attack threat we got from, from this dude over in North Korea, if you don't sit down, man, and try to find out a way to fix these problems we got in this country, man, healthcare. without always blaming, they don't have a plan for health care. No. They just want to see now he just wants to fix all of his campaign promises up. He wants the wall. He wants he's got the no collusion going. And now he wants to get rid of all Obamacare. So many Republicans are against that. It ain't funny. But this dude is hell-bent on saying, I did what I was supposed to do. Let me tell y'all something, man. 
if we are not extremely careful, if these Democrats don't get they act in order, and I mean in a hurry, because this dude is gaining points, man. Yeah. And we're not doing anything. Y'all know who ain't fit to be president on the Democratic side. Quit talking to their ass. Steve. No. Steve. No. No. <laughs> Listen to me. You you know who can't beat Trump. That's what you've got to get to focusing on because they're focused already on 2020, putting him back in office. They're not talking about removing him oh, and getting yeah. somebody else. Their focus is getting him back in office. If you don't think that he going to run this tax bill up y'all's tail, if you don't think he going to bring up this no collusion, if you don't yeah. think he ain't going to mention the fact that the unemployment rate, which he keeps taking credit for, if you don't think he's going to talk about jobs, and if you don't think he's going to talk about that wall, you sadly mistaken. Mm. He's building a case for re-election. And what are we doing? Nothing. We're doing nothing except trying to stop him from doing what he's trying to do. Man, we're in a world of trouble, y'all. We're going to fix this mess up right now. Sick of this. Yeah. Democrats are just not smart, man. I'm just going to tell you that. They're just not smart. Well, do you think the people that are running, some of them got to know I'm not good for this race? And drop out. Well, I mean, unfortunately, that's not how the process works in a democracy. It's just not. I mean, we know that. I mean, you know, we can't. Eight of these people know good and hell well. They're not fitting to be no damn president (laughs) of the United States. We're moving on. Up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call right after this. Jesus. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, the cookie drove my best friend crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got, Neff? That ain't my brother, baby. Huh? That ain't my okay. brother's baby. You sound drunk. I mean that. <laughs> what? Okay, that's it, huh? That's self-explanatory, pretty much. That's, that pretty much speaks for itself. Yeah, it that does. ain't my brother's baby. It does. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. so we're gonna run it. Here it is. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's something I need to take care. I talk to. Hello. May I speak to Terry? This is she. My name is Daryl. Damon is my brother. I don't live in Dallas where y'all live at. I'm uh, the one that live out of town. But we didn't have a family meeting and talked about it. And uh, I know Travis is your son. He eight years old. But the problem is the reason why I'm calling you, uh, Terry, is because we didn't find out that Travis ain't none of Damon's child. Excuse me. Travis ain't none of Damon's child. He been paying you child support here for the last Wait, eight. Wait, hold on. And you said your name was who? I'm Darrell. I'm Damon's brother. And who gave you this information? We we all done found the information out. We actually going to go down there to the courthouse and get all this stuff rectified. But we done found out that th- Travis ain't none, of, uh, ain't none of Damon's child. And he been sitting up here sending you money, seven dollars $800 a month, and this child ain't even here. Now, I hate for Travis to find this out, and he going to have to find it out. But, oh, wait, 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 wait. He ain't finna find out. Why are you calling me? Look, the family didn't had a meeting, and I'm the one that they decided to make the phone call and tell you what's going on. Now, no, I don't, but you, you, you 
you you you don't have a damn thing to do with this. You you ain't nobody daddy over here. So I'm not sure what you're calling for or who died made you king or wanted you to be head in charge to call. But that is not gonna work out. But let me. Why why are you doing this to my brother? That's what I'm saying. For eight years, the man been sending you seven hundred something dollars a month, and 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 this ain't even his child. Well, you know I'm. Why, why am I even talking to you? I'm not really sure. Uh, your brother need to call me if he has any problems or questions. You have a good day. Day, day. Hello? You don't hang no damn phone up on me. Damon told me your little ass was hard-headed anyway. Now, look. Wait I'm... a minute. You know what? You you got the wrong one, baby. Like, I'm trying to not lose all my religion today, but you about to make me lose it on your about to make you, don't me lose... who... what? you don't know who you with over here. So, like I said before... Uh, my son, your uh, nephew that you try not to claim over there, I don't know why you came from wherever there. You said you came from the Dallas to try to cross the from, I came from California down here to Dallas, and I'm telling and you... You need to take your black come back to California because down here, it, it, you don't know me like that. No, I don't know you, but I'm finna know you, and Travis finna know that my brother ain't his daddy. Not, I, not, I, and, and I don't know. You know what? You need to talk to your brother again. That's what you need to do, and you don't need to be talking to me. You finna send us all the money my brother didn't sent y'all. <laughs> and when I do, look, when I send when I send all that eight years worth of money back, you you gonna send every dime back because it belonged to my brother. That ain't my brother's child. Now we ain't got time to be going on no Mari Povich show or nothing to find out who the Boy, daddy. You know what? Like I said, you picked the wrong one. It'd be your best bet not to call me anymore. You actually, it is a good thing that you call because if you came knocking on my door, you'd have got your today. No, you go. Uh, that's my second thing I'm finna do if we can't rectify it over the phone. I don't have a problem coming over there, knocking down some doors and getting some questions answered. Because, damn it, this ain't Damon's baby. It, obviously, you must wish it was yours since you taking so much interest. No, it ain't mine. But but it, it ain't Damon's either. And we got 700. You, you must not have any and looking for some. But I, I'm sorry. This one's taken over here and Damon will continue to pay what he owes. Damon don't owe so another... That's what's wrong with you, brothers. No, you don't want to pay. I'm sorry. He's going to continue to pay. And you can call whoever you want to call him, do whatever you want to do. So go back and tell your mama and everybody else who, 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 who waiting for this meeting to let them know. It ain't happening. Look, my mama ain't got nothing to do with it. Mama been... You said, my... your, mama, you said your mama and all y'all got together. She the same way. That's, I see where you get it from. You act just like her. Y'all no, no. some nosy, y'all some nosy people. Mind your own damn business. That's a grown man. That ain't, my mama said it from the get-go that it wasn't, that it, it wasn't Damon child. Nah, that mean your mama's a two-faced lie because you ain't what your mama said. You ain't finna sit here and bring my mama up in this? Well, if you know so much, then you better come knock on my door. Come knock on my door if you want to. We done done the math. $750 times 12, <laughs> then times 8 is $72,000. <laughs> That's how much money my brother didn't send you, and that's how much we want back. And I need you to get to working on this money now. Mm, okay. Why don't you come over here and get it? Don't get your whooped today, Terry. Come on over here, and you don't see them get their whooped. You, you in Dallas. When is, you, you, I don't care nothing about, about I'm in no Dallas. This ain't California. So what? Well, is, I don't even know what the hell. I don't, I don't even know why I'm wasting my time talking to you. Like I said, you, your, your brother is is a weak. If he got to have you, y'all had a meeting, and you got to be the one to call, I, I'm not really understanding. Look, I got one more thing I need to say to you. Is you listening to me? You know, you getting on my damn nerves. That's what you're doing. You, you, you respect me. Are you listening to me? You what? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got uh, pranked. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
You just got pranked by your sister Tanya, baby. You know what? <laughs> she say, talk to her about her baby daddy and that baby. Yeah, I don't play with the children. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. All right, let me ask you this. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That ain't my brother's baby. I guess not. <laughs> you play way yeah. too much, Tommy. You cuss me out all you want to. That ain't my brother's baby. <laughs> but it is always know. the family member that gets into it. That uh uh-uh, uh, that baby don't look nothing like him. I need a DNA test. You need one. Maury <laughs> <laughs> Povich, you are not. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Now that's where you. That's where TV. you see it at, Carlo. Uh-huh. Right there. Still on. Oh, TV. I love it. Oh, they come I love out. I it when it's not in. the. Uh, the person that's on there and they take off running to do <laughs> that. Uh, doing a yeah, when he's dance, not to fall away, you be going back there. <laughs> yeah, they be running. Are oh, you trying to get out of the way? You trying to get out of that camera, uh-huh. dog? They, they done ran back there so many times. They done already set cameras up back there. <laughs> yeah. And then, what about the times when <laughs> this guy comes out? It's not his baby. This, then another guy comes out. They take the test. It's not his baby. Then another. You're like, one. what have you been doing? Like, You're what? right. You've been busy. Yeah. You been busy. What you been doing? <laughs> Did they put the baby on the screen? Yeah. And the baby yeah, hands that be up. Yeah. <laughs> the baby be like, well, who is? I know. Hmm? Are you my daddy? <laughs> Look at him, Levante. Look at him. Look at him, Levante. Then they he looks just like you. I know. Then they take the lie detector test. Yeah. That's wrong. No, Man. no, no. Not Ooh. the lie detector. You. <laughs> but then Maury gets up with that brown envelope. Yes. Man. Boy. I love it. I love After the fourth person they ain't found a baby dad, I like what Maury says. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell me where you going to be. I'll be at the Keswick Theater, Shirley. I'll be at the Keswick Theater along with the beautiful Samoa. Uh, Saturday, April the 13th, baby. Glenside, Pennsylvania. Uh, we will be in the building. We got two shows, one at 7 and one at 10, and tickets are on sale right now. Don't miss out. If you're living in Glenside, Pennsylvania, get your tickets. They're on sale right now. Following a week later, baby, uh, April 19th, Friday night, Knoxville, Tennessee, me and bros, bros, mm-hmm. at Knoxville Civic Auditorium. Tickets available at all Ticketmaster outlets. Me and the one and only Bruce Bruce will be in the building having fun. Never been to Knoxville, ten- Tennessee before, but I'm on my way. So Woo-hoo. stupid is coming to Knoxville. Y'all don't understand me, Knoxville. Stupidity is on the way. Tell them, Junior. Tell them who's coming. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, nephew. Up next, it is today's Strawberry Letter subject, the cookie Drove my best friend crazy. Mm. I had that happen. Ain't driving me crazy. I don't know why this even a letter. Oh, okay then. Well, it's a little twist to it. Oh, okay. It's a little different than what you think. Well, if you just look at as face value, Uh I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Going on the subject. All right. All right. It's based on the title. (laughs) I'm in total agreement. We'll get into the letter right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today. Right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. 
Subject, the cookie drove my best friend crazy. Mm. Dear Stephen Shirley, every time I say that, Steve, you go, mm. <laughs> Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 28 <laughs> I am a 28-year-old woman and I have a male best friend. Well, I had a male best friend that I have been friends with since middle school. In 2016, I had a bad breakup and my best friend came over to console me. We were sitting side by side on my couch and he leaned over and kissed me. It felt so good to be held and kissed so passionately. Well, one thing led to another and I ended up giving him the cookie. We were shocked at how good it was. And we we did it a few more times before he left the next morning. After, After that, it was over. We knew that we could not be together because I'm not his type and he's not my type. So fast forward to 2018. My best friend is married and I was in a really good relationship and I told my best friend that my man and I were talking about marriage and I wanted him to meet my parents. Out of the blue, my best friend started sending me inappropriate text messages talking about that one special night we shared nearly four years ago. I was so shocked, and I told him to let it go. He said he can't let me get married, and he asked me if he got a divorce, would I marry him? I told him no. Well, a few days later, I went to my parents' house with my boyfriend, and my best friend showed up there. In front of my boyfriend and my mom and dad, my best friend professed his love for me and told them about how we made love. God, that's a, that's a good cookie right there. there. Told that's you it was a cook. twist. <laughs> Woo! Okay. He then dropped to his knee and he asked me to marry him. Uh, exactly, Carla. My boyfriend excused himself from my parents' home and he broke up with me the next day. That's he some said cold he said that I should I should have told him that I slept with my best friend. I don't know how to handle this. I want my boyfriend back and I'm furious with my so-called best friend. What can I do? Please help. Ah. Woo! I honestly mm. don't know if there's anything you can do. I don't know what you can do. I mean, Man, I mean, he spoiled everything, and your your boyfriend broke up with you. I mean, you haven't you haven't even mentioned if you've spoken to your boyfriend, if you've tried to call him, if you've tried to explain to him. None of that. I mean, I, I, you know, I guess you can try calling him. You can try explaining it to him. Uh, your best friend was so out of line uh, <laughs> to embarrass and humiliate you like that in front of your mom, your dad, your your man, everybody. Uh, that was just not the way to do it if he was in love with you. I, I mean, it makes it does make it look like you guys were still involved. And, and I definitely, I don't think you were wrong in not telling your boyfriend. He said you should have told him. I don't think you should have told him. I, I don't think you should have told him about sleeping with your best friend because it was, after all, four years ago, and you asked your boyfriend, your ex-best friend, to let it go, but he just couldn't let it go. He went on and got married and have a lot and had a life. He doesn't want that for you because he wants you. How selfish of him! <sighs> but I don't know if there's anything you can do. You gotta, you know, try to reach out to your man and your ex and see if you know he's willing to listen to you and see how it was. I mean, he just that was just 
something to blindside him like that at your parents' house in front of everyone? I mean, that's humiliating. So, you know, he's got to get past that. If it's true love between you and him, you might be able to fix it, but I I don't know. I don't know. There's always hope. Keep hope alive. Steve? There's something missing in this letter. It is. And I'll tell you as soon as I get to it. Got a lot of cookie time. Had a friend, male best friend, middle school. He had a breakup. Best friend came over to console you. Y'all got to talking, looking at each other, kissing real hard. Next thing you know, y'all naked. <laughs> y'all ain't on the couch, just ass me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you ended up giving him the cookie. Hit a part. We were shocked how good it was. I'm, I'm never shocked. By that, the goodness of it is 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 legendary. It's famous for being good. Yes, yeah. Damn, they're all cookie is good. I heard one bad yet. Yeah, I've had some bad cookie before, but even that cookie was pretty good. That is crazy. Oh boy. Yeah, I've had some bad cookie before. But even that cookie was pretty good. <laughs> what you eat? Boy, men and women are different. <laughs> Fact that you ain't do nothing but be there. Exactly. <laughs> that ain't my fault. Yeah. <laughs> All I got to do is put in a little more effort. Ooh, we're different. <laughs> we're going to get the home plate. You just hold on. <laughs> After it was over, we knew we could not be together because I'm not his type and he not my type. Really? Yeah, see, she didn't like that ain't it. what y'all said last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, 2018, your best friend got married. You were in a good relationship. Told my best friend that you and my man were talking about marriage. I wanted him to meet my parents. So out the blue... Your punk-ass best friend started sending me inappropriate, well, he ain't that yet. Let's just say your best friend started sending me inappropriate texts talking about that one special night that we shared nearly four years ago. I was so shocked I told him to let it go. He can't. See, when you told him you was getting married, then he come to Texas. Now, this was, let's do this one more time. Mm-hmm. Just one more time. Just one. Just one. Just one. <laughs> Can we find a way to finally make it right? <laughs> That's some damn James. James, he was the late, great James. Yes, yes, yes. I thank you, brother. You just popped in my soul there, J.I. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> All right, hold on to that, Steve. We have to take a break right here. We'll be back with part two of your response at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's strawberry letter, the cookie drove my best friend crazy. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, the cookie drove my best friend crazy. And best friends was going all good and then she had a serious breakup he came over to console her sitting on the couch they got to holding each other kissing real hard i'm talking about real hard she said it felt so good to be kissed so passionately Mm -hmm. 
and aggressiveness. Where well, that aggression led to ne- nakedness. <laughs> Nudity on the couch. Wow. Yeah. Love it. I ended up giving him the cookie. We were shocked at how good it was. And we did it a few more times before he left the next morning. Mm. Repeat, repeat. (laughs) You're so stupid. (laughs) You just ran. (laughs) Breaks off into James Ingram, then now this. Repeat, repeat. After that, it was over. We knew we couldn't be together because he ain't my type and I ain't his type. Yeah. Y'all did it a lot of times to figure out y'all wasn't each other's time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. For somebody ain't nobody type, we sure was shocked that it was that damn good. Though. A lot of sampling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Fast forward 2018, my best friend married. Mm-hmm. I told him I'm in a good relationship. I told him my best friend, my man and I was talking about getting married ourselves. He wanted to meet my parents. Out the blue, my best friend started sending me inappropriate text messages. Talking about that one special night. Even you said it was special in the letter just now. You said it was a special night. He trying to get it one more time before you get married. You talking about this special night we shared four years ago. I was so shocked. You know what? You 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 you, you don't take a lot to surprise you. Right? <laughs> you just keep getting shocked in this damn letter. I was shocked that he was sending me these inappropriate texts. We was both shocked that it was so good. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't the little angel you putting out to be on this thing right here. Now I'm trying to tell you. All that repeat performance before he left. You know. Four years ago. Well, he said he can't let you get married. And he asked me. He said, if he got a divorce, would I marry him? I told him no. Hell no. (laughs) Well, a few days later, I went to my parents' house with my boyfriend. And my best friend with his punk ass showed up in front of my boyfriend and my mom and dad. My best friend professed his love for me and told them about how we made love. Yeah, Man. Daddy, your mama. Oh, yes. Daddy. Yes. Daddy don't Now, right there. <laughs> crazy. He would have got stomped at my house. Oh, the violence of it all. Dog. Can't come in here and tell me what you did, my daughter, dog, in front of me. Now, now her boyfriend's sitting there. The daddy's standing there. The mama's standing there. He get down on one knee. He then dropped on his knee and he asked me to marry him. Well, we got a problem now. Yeah. Ain't you married? Yeah. Ain't you married? Her daddy should have stomped your ass. My boyfriend excused himself. Y'all uh, excuse me. I'm finna get the hell out of here. This boy's ass right here. I'm finna do this. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. That was crazy. Excuse me from my parents' home and broke up with me the next day. He said, I should have told him that I slept with my best friend. Well, I don't think you should have told him Mm-mm. that you slept with your best friend because it was four years ago. It's a night of passion. You figured it was over with. Now, you ain't no Humpty Dumpty 
stupid ass gonna come back out here all this proposing with his married ass. I don't know how to handle this. I want my boyfriend back and I'm furious with my so-called best friend. What can I do? Here's what you should do. You should tell him that it was one night you were thrown off and you did sleep with your best friend. But nothing has happened since. It was four years ago. And the reason I didn't tell you because I never ever thought in a million years it would come up again. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this damn fool was gonna <laughs> come over mama in house and get on his knees. He is married. I have never had an affair with a married man, nor would I ever. I want you to forgive me because I love you. That's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Now, now that we got that out, you and your daddy, or to ride over your best friend house, <laughs> ring that doorbell, whoop his ass. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. What question, Steve? Mm-hmm. What's what's her her boyfriend thinking right now? What, where is he with all of? Well, that? he crushed because mm-hmm. see, this happened in front of his her mother, father. Right, he was humiliated. Yeah. yeah. So he going, wait a minute, because mm-hmm. obviously they don't know. Hey, Clarence. <laughs> Clarence, you know, mama, hey, Clarence, how you doing? Daddy, hey, Clarence. <laughs> Everybody know Clarence. That's boy, the, boy, the good boy right here. Mm-hmm. So the boyfriend is feeling like on the outs because he went over there to meet the parents. Yeah. Right. So now he go over there to meet the parents. Now here come the ex-boyfriend on his knee proposing. Mm-hmm. Now your boyfriend going, well, damn, I thought I had something I really don't have. Hey, look, we through. You should have told me this was your dude. You done let me get up in here, and I done made a fool out of myself. I'm embarrassed, totally humiliated, because all y'all know each other. Everybody know everybody but except me. I'm meeting everybody for the first time. And that's it. You can get him back. Tell him you made a mistake. But, dog, let me ask you. Uh When he left the house, you don't think he called his boy and said, you ain't finna believe what the hell. Hell yeah, he called Dog, you got to tell this somebody. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he did what, dog? Man. I thought you were going to say he hooked up with someone else, you know, like an ex or something. No. Good. That's it. I'm glad. Glad that's he didn't it. do No, that. he hurt. He hurt. Yeah, he's yeah. hurt. Yeah, that's very hurtful. That's All some right. cold cookie, though. All right, we got to go, guys. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in 10 minutes, ask Steve. (laughs) Get ready, Steve, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time for Ask Steve. You ready, Steve? Always, Shirley. Here we go. Remember to keep your answers short. Uh, What did you... (laughs) Steve, what did you absolutely hate at first, but then grew to love? Yogurt. Oh. Hate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did, that's me too. Yogurt yes. and avocados. No, just yogurt. Uh-huh. Okay. Yogurt. All right. That's a good answer. And you love it now? You eat it now? Yeah, I, I don't eat it anymore hardly, but I grew, I grew, grew on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. which yogurt was. When I first tasted yogurt, the Danon yogurt, remember you said yeah, the fruit in the bottom? Uh-huh. Somebody mm-hmm. bought me one, didn't tell me the fruit was at the bottom. <laughs> I bit it. Sour milk. I was in college and <laughs> bit it in that damn sour milk. <laughs> I damn just spit yogurt all over that girl. <laughs> 
goodness. She says, stand up. Damn. <laughs> Come on, Junior. <laughs> Ask Steve. All right, uh, what would you not even try once? What would I not even try once? Meth. <laughs> Well, I thank God. Right. Yeah. I yeah, know that's right. I just said, you just went like I'm not going to try no damn meth. I thought you were going to say something right. like skydiving or something. I don't know. I ain't going to try no damn. I ain't going to try skydiving, never. But we not finna put no meth in here. I don't have my teeth looking all bad. <laughs> say no to drugs. Well, I you know, Viola teeth. Davis just did her first uh, skydive. I saw that. Yeah. Wow. And she loved it, yeah. It's uh, Ask Steve, folks, to stay focused, Shirley. Okay. Keep your answers short. <laughs> Go ahead, Tommy. Uh, my turn, my turn, my you turn, my me. turn. Let me, let, me, let me get a good one in. Uh, you, 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 you big-time celebrity. What two celebrities do you always mix up? You know, you be getting names wrong and everything. Yeah. Mm. What two oh, celebrities do you always mix up? All them Latino girls, Ariana Grande uh-huh. and uh, the other one. Selena oh, Gomez. Selena Gomez. Yeah, who else? Ariana has a long, long ponytail. Mm-hmm. I I don't know that. So you always mix them two up, Selena Yeah, both of them Ariana. beautiful. I just know they're yes, little fine. And they sing and act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're beautiful now. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, Carla. Who upset you last, Steve? My kids. <laughs> How did I know he was going to say? Uh-huh. Them well, you shouldn't have asked kids. him. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking maybe somebody at work or something. Well, uh, what so your kids, huh? You know my nasty. <laughs> okay. All right, well, you want to move on? That was the yeah, short yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. That was right. the shortest. Yeah. Week. All right, Steve. So you're other than that, y'all's kids and got on my nerves pretty damn Ooh. bad. Finding out what Thank the hell y'all going through. We've <laughs> <laughs> been comparing notes, and I think all of us is through with these damn kids. Go ahead. Why'd you have to bring that up? Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> we're in the middle of Ask Steve. So, Steve, you're sleeping now. Um, you're in bed. It's nighttime. What's the most terrifying thing that woke you up? You had a nightmare or something? No, nah, that damn dog uh, wasn't in the cage and. <laughs> The door came open. He done walked his ass upstairs. Uh-huh. I'm laying in the bed, and he started licking my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was peeing on myself. <laughs> I jumped up so damn hard. I felt that moisture on the back of my hand. I thought I was peeing on myself. God, I got to get up. I jumped up and saw this damn Doberman picture in there. He got scared. He ran one oh, way. Yeah, I'm the other man. <laughs> That's funny. Poor doggy. <laughs> I know uh, you scared the mess out of him. Man, I can see that. I can understand. Uh, all right, Junior, your turn. All right. Uh, what is the one thing we all should do, but uh, most of us are too lazy to do it? Say that again. What's the one thing we all should do, but most of us are too lazy to do it? Morning meditation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Get up a little bit earlier and meditate on the morning. Set your prayers out. Put yeah. your thankfulness out. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty of it myself, but I just started doing it. That's the smartest thing I've started doing recently. Great answer, Steve. That is very yeah. good. That's yep. a good answer. Yep. Great way to start your day. Mm-hmm. All, All right, right big dog. What confuses you? Well, I, you I think I this is I it. 
Oh. <laughs> what, Steve? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what confuses yeah. me? What? Mm. what? Haters. Yeah. Haters are very confusing to me. Because I don't understand. If you don't have your life together, which is probably why you're a hater, why would you blog some more hatred to let us know just how further back you really are? I'm confused. I'm really confused, man. And then, you such a big coward, your ass got a fake page and a private page. Mm. Now you a coward, even you a secret closet coward. Mm. Um, that confuses me. Okay. All that hate. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Secret I got a question. Closet coward hater. Go ahead, Carla. It's your turn. Yeah, that was that was it, huh? Still yeah. Time is it a hater? Right? Yeah. All right. If you could be any nationality, what would it be? Oh, black. Okay. Oh no, I wouldn't trade this. Do you know the enjoyment I've gotten from being black? That's race, though. Nationality is American. You know, what country you're from, what nation you're from. Well, that's what I meant, too, race. I I meant race. Hey, I'm telling you right now, that ain't what Carla meant. (laughs) That's your educated ass coming with (laughs) all these particulars. I know good and well for good ass Carla meant. (laughs) If you could be any race. I would be black. I would never trade in this. Okay. As difficult as Even, it's been yeah. a, a large portion of the time, mm-hmm. having the perspective that I have, right. mm-hmm. the grit, the hustle, and the soul that I have, mm-hmm. oh, dog, I would not want to be nothing else. Just the fact that I can prove them all wrong on behalf of us. Thank you, Steve. Another edition of Ask Steve. That was fun. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour. Oh, this is such a sad story right here. South Carolina fifth grader dies after school fight. We'll talk about it right after what? this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. 
the war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A fifth grade student in South Carolina has died uh, after a fight at her elementary school this week. A devastating outcome that left her community shocked with grief and spurred a discussion about just how to handle painful issues of bullying and violence in the classroom. This is such a sad story. The student Renaya Wright has had gotten into a fight with another fifth grader 
uh, at Forest Hills Elementary School on Monday in South Carolina, and uh, she collapsed. According to officials, um, according to officials there, which is about an hour west of Charleston, emergency workers who responded to a 911 call found Renaya unconscious but breathing at the school nurses station and rushed her to the hospital. The authorities said by Wednesday morning, her mother said in a Facebook post, her baby girl had gotten her wings. It was unclear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was unclear what led to the fight. The other student was suspended, school officials said, and the authorities are investigating. Uh, an autopsy is scheduled for today. In a Facebook post on Tuesday, uh, Renaya's mother suggested that bullying may have been a factor. Now, some are saying that teachers don't want to break up the fights or get involved because they might cause injury to a student trying to stop the fight, and they definitely don't want to get sued or lose their jobs. And uh, we got to offer wow. condolences to that family. Wow. What a sad and awful that's story. That's, that's beyond yeah. sad. It, it just it's, is. Th- that's a horrible it's thing, a man, that you send your child yeah. to school and your child never comes back home. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Can you? It's just the fifth grade. I mean, my daughter's in the fifth grade. And I just, man. what is going on at their fi- in their now, elementary school? Now, you know something? Schools? I think, <laughs> uh, look, I don't have an answer for this, but I this is what we've got to do, I think. Okay. The cyberbullying, the bully, there has to be a way for a child or friend of a child to anonymously report this type of stuff. Every school should have several suggestion boxes in it or email something, whatever they would do nowadays, where you can type in anonymously the fact that you may feel like you're being bullied or you have a friend that's being bullied and, you know, look, you can't get caught up in it yourself so because you don't want to turn on you, but you got to have an anonymous way of reporting these incidents. Mm. And I understand that a child has an email and may not want to do it because then their name is out there and they got it, but there's a lot of people out here who recognize this who would get involved if they knew how. We've got to find a way, man, to give these children some type of, and like I say, look, I don't know the answers, but we got to give these kids some type of way to reach out anonymously. Because the problem you got now across this country in hoods and stuff like that is this ignorant term called snitching. Mm-hmm. When people don't even understand where snitching came from, that started with inmates. The mob gangsters can't do the time, don't do the crime. Keep your mouth shut. You don't turn your boy in. So when you get caught, you just got to eat it. What's happened is in prison, you can't turn in an inmate to a guard. That's called snitching. So many people have come out of prison that they bought that inmate mentality back to the streets. So now they've enforced a code of ethics that belonged to thieves and criminals and made it a part of our everyday society. It has now become the norm. So now snitching is for everybody. If I kill somebody on the block, you better not snitch on me. So now our neighborhoods become incredibly unsafe because we've taken on the mindset and mentality of the criminal element, which has a no snitching policy. 
But now because so many criminals are back out on the street, they've taken it to the street. So now we have a no-snitch policy in neighborhoods that police can't solve crimes because ain't nobody telling. But the people in the neighborhoods are scared to talk because these people are still out there. So it's a catch-22. Until people can feel safe about reporting crimes, about reporting incidents, about reporting bullying, we are in this state where now we're losing children to cyberbullying and bullying. We've got to find a way. And like I say, I don't know exactly what that is, but we've got to find a safe place where other kids can report it and the kids that's being bullied can report it. Yeah. Without fear of yeah. retaliation, making it worse. You're right. Imagine what these other children in this classroom felt like, how they felt. You know, this is terrible. This, this is, is terrible. Horrible. Yeah, it, it really it is. is. 10 years old. Girl, when you're in the fifth yeah. grade, you're in 10. You're 10 yeah. years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is wow. And then the teachers don't want to get involved because they could mm-hmm. possibly hurt the students or get sued or lose their job. Okay, see, now this right here, now, that's the other part we have to address. Yeah. When an adult can't step in to do the right thing mm-hmm. without fear of a lawsuit or losing their job, we're in a world of trouble. Yeah. yeah. Because right. even if you want to do the right thing, you can't. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the mm-hmm. parent's going to be like, you touch my child, don't put it, your hands exactly. on my child. It's all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so that's, from an educator point situation. of view, this is, a, this is a crisis. Yeah. That's no, going yeah. on. This is a crisis, yes, not the Mr. wall. Mr. President. Right. right. Thank you. Yeah. Wow, his yeah. ass talking about Jesse Smollett. This dude's ridiculous. Man. Yeah, you have so much other stuff that you need to concentrate on. So much. Yeah. The city of Chicago can handle that. They really can. Yeah. So much stuff this country needs leadership yeah. on. So, yeah. so many issues that are affecting us. I don't know. This story mm-hmm. really it's, hit home to me because I'm a mother of a fifth yeah, grader and you, I just yeah. can't mm-hmm. imagine. Sending what your baby, taking, dropping your baby off at school. On, she gets on, into a fight, on. and two days later, she died. This is craziness. Come on, people. Yeah, and they don't even know. They're not even sure what led to the fight. What they don't led know up what the, to it? What no. the fight was about? No, no, they're not sure. N- n- no, not so far. But yeah. you know, the other so child. So let me ask you this question. Uh huh. So she was suspended. Yeah. She became unconscious after the fight was over. Yeah, she collapsed. she collapsed. She collapsed. She collapsed during the wow. fight. She collapsed. During the fight? Yeah, she collapsed. Mm, she got wow. into a fight with the fifth grader. Wow. Um, yeah. That's she, horrible. Yeah. Unconscious horrible. but was breathing. Yeah. We, right. We got to say condolences to her family for their loss. Yes, and um, we got to take a break right here. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And, uh, yeah, serious wow. condolences to her family. Community, uh, we have to come yeah. together. Yeah. We got to come together. Renaya Wright is that young lady's child's name. Mm-hmm. Fifth grader. Wow. All right, we'll be back with more Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. People are still talking about this scandal involving the rich parents bribing college officials to get their kids into schools, the best schools. Well, uh, then there was such a thing as uh, it was called helicopter parenting. This was where parents who uh, parents who hung around all the time making sure their kids were safe. That's called helicopter parenting. Now Mm -hmm. there's snowplow parenting, Steve. This is this is where parents push every obstacle a kid could possibly have out of the way. They push that out of the way. 
That's called snowplow parenting, like a snowplow would do with the snow. Well, anyway, the, the parents push every obstacle a kid would have out of the way, and they want to make sure that the kid never has to deal with failure. What? What? Uh-huh. Don't never deal with it. You don't go it? through nothing? What? Yeah, come on. Come on, Steve. Really? Really? <laughs> really? It, if you raise a child to not have to deal with failure, mm-hmm. you're creating a failure. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. That's all you're mm. doing. Say that again. Say that again. If you please. try to raise a child to keep him away from failure, mm-hmm. All you're doing is raising a failure. Because when he goes away from under your care, he's going to fail. And what happens to a person who fails who's had it removed his entire life? Mm -hmm. What happens to this person? And then you double the problem because the older you get, your mistakes come with much, much dire consequences. So now... The mistake you made at 15 years old that bothered you and really hurt you, you can't make that mistake again at 25 because it's going to cut you up real bad. So just imagine, it only it only matters how old you are when you make the mistake. But, so now, when you're 25 and you're making these mistakes for the first time, wow. with no experience at handling failure before, what do you think we going to be dealing with out here? Right. Yo ignorant ass baby. <laughs> but Steve, why would a parent not want their child to experience a failure? Of course you want your kids to succeed and be great and do great things. But that's a part of life. That's a part of life. Failure. Mistakes. They don't get it. Mistake. They don't get it. Come on. You have got to allow your children to feel and understand and experience the process. Yeah. Got to go through it. Yeah. Got to do something. Lessons got in to, life. Yeah. You got to learn from those failures and those mistakes. The do greatest you lessons it? you learn are from failures. Yeah. My daddy always taught me, boy, the best lesson ain't no ain't the best lesson is a bought lesson. Oh, bought my lesson. mother used to yes. say this. Boy, when lesson. you buy one, when you man. pay for one, yeah, oh boy, you learn that one <laughs> good. Yep. But Steve, let me ask you a question, you guys. Do you think it's because as we want to do it differently from how our parents did? Well, my mom and daddy didn't show me this and tell me this and do that, so I'm going to do it this way for my child. I think they did it right, Carla. And that's what I'm saying. We we had the hard way, and so we want to make it so easier for our children? Is that And we're making it too easy. Uh, Right, we're making it too easy, and they've become entitled because, yeah, go ahead. You've already given your children a better life than the one you had. What else right. you want to do? And there's nothing yeah. wrong with wanting that for your child, right? Yeah. To have and then we all yeah. have done it. Absolutely. Yeah. Each I can't generation, tell you. you want to live yeah, better. better. I right. can't tell you the last time I seen a kid doing a chore. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Nah, I'm That's right. true. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not saying us. I'm just saying, like, you go to my house and see Oh, kids. just regular. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. Wash those dishes. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in today's entertainment news, the 50th annual NAACP Image Awards are this Saturday in Hollywood, hosted by our friend and family member, Anthony Anderson. Now, Jussie Smollett is nominated for an NAACP Image Award for his work on Empire, and it looks like he will make an appearance there uh, because he is in L.A., He is in L.A. 
Um, I mean, he should. Yeah, yeah, and he should, yeah. Anthony Anderson told Variety magazine, he says, I hope Jesse wins. I'm happy for him that the system worked for him in his favor because the system isn't always fair, especially for people of color. Hmm. Okay. True yeah. statement. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, other nominees include Jay-Z. Jay-Z will receive the President's Award. Uh, Representative uh, Maxine Waters will be honored with the Chairman's Award. And, Steve, you're also nominated. Congratulations. For, out- yes. for Outstanding Game Show Host for Family on, Feud. Man. Yes, yeah. congratulations, yeah, Steve. Come here, boy. Yes, yes. yes. Hey. Here comes some more grace. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Man. Look at that. That's wonderful, Steve. That really is. You've been nominated mm-hmm. so many. You have how many image awards do you have? About a hundred? Nah. More? Nah. <laughs> you have a lot. You I have a whole lot. lot. Maybe a dozen. Wow. That's, oh, that's a lot. Fantastic. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Maybe. Yeah. Twelve. But yep, you're nominated this year for outstanding game show host for Family Feud. So who am I up against? Oh, well. I don't know. Um <sighs> For well, NAACP Image Awards, let's see. <laughs> well, let's see. You, it's this a game like show, so. Image. Yeah. Probably Wayne Brady, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah Wayne Brady. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, uh, and uh, ain't then, then um, uh, my boy Anthony got one. Does he have a game show? Oh, too? yeah. Oh, yeah, it's uh, seasonal. Yeah, yeah. Strahan. Oh, Strahan. Oh, yeah, those mm-hmm. are those are like Here summer, summer yeah. replacement shows, kind of, right? Yeah. 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 Thousand Dollar Pyramid for Michael mm-hmm. Strahan. Huh? That's the show. And then to tell the truth, is that Anthony Anderson's thing? Yeah, because so yeah, Anthony his and his mom, mom is on there. Yeah, his mom. Oh, Miss Doris. Yeah, mm-hmm. Miss Doris. Well, um, I'm happy for you, Steve, and yeah. all of them. You know, congratulations to them all. But we want you to win. (laughs) Well, you you know, if they don't win. Call me biased. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad he ain't going to be there in case he don't win. uh, We don't want that. You ain't been back to an award show since that moment, hey. Mm -mm. But remember his speeches? He used to tell people, you know, fix your face, you know, in case the camera's on you if you don't win. He was giving, you know, advice to stars mm-hmm. and stuff when they Good go to advice. these award shows. Yeah. Like, he mm-hmm. used to do it all the time at the hoodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, so. uh, and lo and behold... It ended up being, yeah. <laughs> do as I say, not, not as, as I, I do. do. Right, lo and behold. <laughs> he lost that... Um, he was he was nominated for Family Feud against Ricky Lake, right? Uh, a few best talk show. A few best years talk. ago, yeah. And no, that wasn't it. What was it? It was Best Game Show. Oh, oh, it was Best Game Show. Oh, I lost that one, too. Best (laughs) talk show host. I lost that to Ricky Mm -hmm. Lake. Right. I lost Best Game Show to a show that had been canceled. Canceled, yeah. But the the thing about it is, is is that the camera was on your face. (laughs) All my kids text me, damn, damn. (laughs) Fix your face. Too late. All we did was read your lips. That camera out my all right, we'll be back with our last break of the day and of the week. And then uh, Steve will um, give us some closing remarks as well, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day on this Friday. Uh, let's have some closing remarks. Come on. All right, here's what I was thinking. I was talking with Junior earlier today in, the, in my uh, dressing room. He came in and we were just talking. And, um, you know, we were just talking about just life. It was a, the 
somebody else was in the dressing room to ask me, man, what was the, what was, what was a couple of big things that happened in your life? And I was thinking about when I was about 20 years old, 2021, yeah, about 21, I got into Amway. And Amway was a big moment in my life because they used to have these conventions that you had to pay this money to go to and I was trying to be a direct distributor and a diamond and an emerald and all of that and George and Don Hale and they were making so much money and living these wonderful lives, Bill Britt and all these people. And I was going, wow, man, I got to do that. So I went to a couple of the conferences. There was a lot of rah-rah, but it was really positive, though. They turned me on to two books. Now, nothing is more powerful than the Bible. There's nothing out there comes close to this Bible. Whatever your religious reading is, the Torah, the Quran, that, that's what I mean when I say that. But they turned me on to two books that changed my life. It was two books. It was The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale and The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Now, the first book I read, the ever self-help book I ever read, was The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And I got to tell you something. That book is still for sale today. If you've never read it, you should. Because it teaches you how to train your mind to think positively. It shows you the power that you can unleash in your own self. This is something you can control. The power of your mind is controlled and operates at its absolute peak performance when it's operating from positivity. You can't beat yourself when you're being positive. Not negative, positive. That book, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, began to change my life. Now, it took a while for me to connect all the dots, but it started me along the way. I didn't know that I could do it all the time, even when I was feeling dark and gloomy and down, that I could fix it myself. I had to learn that a little bit later on. But you can absolutely fix yourself with the power of positive thinking. That book changed my life. It taught me that these positive thoughts generate positive results, period. Negative thoughts generate negative results. If your idea of making money is selling dope and robbing banks, the result from that of selling dope and robbing banks can be nothing but negative. Somebody going to try to hurt you, you go into prison. That's it, period. Now, when you think positively, positive things start to come your way. Not to say that nothing bad will ever happen again, because it will. But let's be real. Life is going to keep coming, but you can handle it. You can deal with it. And if you have a positive outlook, you'll get through that too. And behind every dark cloud, there is really, really a silver lining. So that was the first book. The second book is called The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Oh, my goodness. Now, let me tell you what this book did for me. This book changed my life because it told me about the magic of thinking big. That it requires no more brain power to think big than it does small. You don't have to conjure up any more brain cell, no more units 
to say Volkswagen, Rolls Royce. They both take the same amount of effort. You can order the food the same way. I'm going to order salad. I'm going to order chitlins. It don't take no more brain power to think bigger. It's simply a mindset. Now, the combination of these two books really was a game changer for me. And I'm saying it to y'all because sometimes I like reading stuff outside of the Bible. I just really do. Just being real with you now. Because I like hearing relatable things with today's language in it and stuff like that. It just helps me. But both of these books, I'm telling you, man, was written from basis of the Bible. And it brings just one scripture to mind, that a man is as he thinketh. That's the scripture. Well, check this out. The power of positive thinking is directly related to how a man thinks. So once again, the Bible is right. A man is as he thinketh. The next book, The Magic of Thinking Big. Guess what the scripture says? Get A man is as he thinketh. So if you're thinking positive and you're thinking big, guess what happens to you? You suddenly can become a very positive big person. Hello, ding, 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 ding. The damn bells ought to be going off. Folks, success is a mindset. And let me just throw this in. That's what my vault uh, conference is all about out here in L.A., uh, May 17th through the 19th. Go to Vault Power Empowerment. Go to vaultempowers.com and check it out, y'all. Vaultempowers.com. Those are my closing remarks. That's it. Wrap it. Drop it. All right. Good night, everybody. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia the cia and the kgb that's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.